The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Hash House Agogo. Also by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, Brew City Brand Apparel, TheFoodConnectionLV.com, and by Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Well, Todd Glass is one of the funniest comedians touring today. He was a fan favorite on Last Comic Standing. You may have also seen him on Kimmel or Conan. And now on Netflix, Todd has his own comedy special called Todd Glass Act Happy. Got him on the line right now in Los Angeles. Todd, how you doing, buddy? Hello, Jim. I love your Netflix special. I, I just watched it uh, yesterday, Act Happy. Just fantastic. I appreciate that. Yeah, your line of... This is... Go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> well, just do... Two kids in elementary school on the phone. Just do 10 minutes of this. <laughs> right. No, no, you go. Okay, you go. I wonder what the what the setup time, how long you uh, rehearsed maybe in different clubs and stuff before you did this special. I don't have to do... Like, I don't do a special every year... Uh, for me, like the comedians that do that, that would just be a lot of work, a lot of work. I I will naturally, over a three-year period, like if you come to see me at a comedy club a year later, I'm right. going to have half the same material, half the same material. And the way I look at it is, so you could go, oh, you did a lot of the old stuff, as long as they go, what about new stuff? Get a big chunk of new stuff, too. So 50-50, and then three years later, I should almost have everything new. If anything is old, it's changed completely so three years later and that makes going on the road enjoyable because you're not constantly trying to get ready to do a special so that's sort of how that came to play and then when i'm like a month away from shooting it i'll go to two or three of my favorite clubs where they have the best audiences on in the world because that's what the audience is going to be the night of your special they're going to be you know they're going to be great they always are they know what they're coming to and they act appropriately and they're always really pretty cool so I went, I did the same thing and I bring a comedian friend and, you know, just try to really just go over it every night. Mostly for me, it's organization, not writing the jokes, but where should I put this or where should I put that? And that I'll do for like, like I said, the two weeks before the special, I'll just go out on the road for two weeks straight. And does the band go with you all the time? That band does not. They, I wish they, I wish that I could afford to bring them everywhere. I use right. bands that I've used before in different markets. And so I'll like, I go to, uh, let's say I was just in Philadelphia and there was a band that played for me in Pittsburgh and they were so good that I asked them, do you want to go to Philadelphia or can you go here? And they're, they're great. The band in the special has worked with me a lot. And those guys, I mean, they're, they're just, you know, I never really see them work because, I'm on stage, but on the special, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but I watch them and I go, oh, is that what they're doing behind me? Is that the face they made? Or is that, <laughs> the, those guys are great musicians, but they're, I mean, they're tight. You know, those guys are tight. They know what they're doing and they don't get, they're, they're just really uh, fun to work with. Yeah, I felt like I was watching the like a Carson show or something like that, or Letterman. You were up there, and the band was right behind you. Yeah, they're fun, and, and basically, you know, they do bits with me. That's, you know, the way I look at it. Like, you see a stand-up comedian, obviously, and then there's bits sprinkled throughout the show, and uh, it makes it fun for me. I love having the band. I, I just... I'm at the point now where about 90% of the time I have have, uh, somebody with me, even if it's musicians from a local market. You mentioned something in your stand-up that I guess I never thought of, but it's 
it's true, I think, of a lot of people, and that is staging your refrigerator, which really is true, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, never, I never really looked at it that way either until a friend of mine teased me. He goes, so basically this is just staged. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's just staged. <laughs> I've been to your house before, and I had friends coming in from out of town. And I bought, bought like, oh, you know, you buy the better waters, you know, the Voss waters, or you buy like eight of them and you line them up in there, or you buy <laughs> Whole Foods. I bought milk in a gla- in a glass container. I'm like, oh nice. yeah, as long as it looks like something's going on in there. Where does that come from? Did you grow up in a, you know, in a neighborhood where there were people who did that? Well, I think it came from when you go over somebody's house and you perceive them when you're younger. Like, cause my, I, we didn't do it out, my family, but the neighbor, the people that lived across the street from us, which I still talk about them, the Malabotskis, I perceived them like, oh, they had a lot of money. So whenever I opened the refrigerator, even in like sixth, seventh grade, I'd be like, this is the type of refrigerator that rich people have. <laughs> you know, like, oh, a big bowl of cut up watermelon, eight gigantic pieces of cashew chicken with cellophane over them perfectly, you know. Just all, oh, look at that. The, uh, six, ten bottles of glass Coca-Cola just down on the bottom. <laughs> all yeah. that. Oh, lemonade with a corkscrew top. That's, that, I want to be like an alabaster. That's hysterical. I love how you also uh, busted QVC. And it's true. I've, I've you know, gone through before watching that channel. And, and listeners will call up like they're calling into their favorite radio show or something where they go, I love this show. Yeah, they call and they, and to me it's so funny because I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the special or not, but I used to think they were fake. But I found out, and I believe this person that talked to me after a show, I believed her. She worked in the corporate end of the, you know, not not CVS, but the other, whatever that other show where they sell stuff. She goes, they're real. And I guess you're just, you know, it's, it's sort of funny and sad because, like, they think it's a show. So because they see that person on their television, they think it's like calling in and talking to their favorite celebrity. Like, hello, and they're always like, thank you for taking my call. And the other person's like, oh, thank you for calling. What's going on here? You're talking, you know, it's, you're talking to someone that, that, that hogs garbage. Oh, I love your show. You know, oh, what? it's not a show. All right, now stop it. Get a hold of yourself. Uh, among the things that bother you, I have to agree because I've seen it in my own house, where you have a guest who kind of walks around the house flossing their teeth. You know, the, the hardest thing to do when you have whatever you want to call that I never, jo- I never go, you're disgusting, go back in the bathroom and floss when I have company out of town, or so- mostly when I have company out of town. Uh, but, because, but I don't say that because most people don't mind it. Most people, I get it, like you're fine, you walk out, I talk about this in the special, you know, you come out of the bathroom, maybe you're flossing or brushing your teeth as you talk, hey, what do you want to do today? You know, you just, you get bored of standing in the bathroom. If you both love it and you don't care, fine. But I, I can't talk to somebody well, they're brushing their teeth in front of me. And also, I can't talk to them while they're flossing. Because I just picture little pieces of food flicking out all over yeah. the carpet. Right. Or my door. Right. And it's like, bing, bing. Oh, piece of corn. Oh, piece. Nice. Oh, Why don't you go into the bathroom and do it over the sink, if you don't mind. For those who don't know, and I sort of picked up on it, but you do a thing in the special where you get the crowd really, really going and saying F. Rory Scoville. Now, what is that all about? You know, I thought, was it okay to do that? Since some people would not know. And 
a friend of mine said, did you ever watch Letterman back in the day? And he might have spoke to someone in the audience before the show. So out of nowhere, he'd be like, oh, maybe uh, Nick and, Nick and uh, Cameron from, you know, West Covina. Maybe they could open up a bakery. And you go, oh, they must, there's something I'm missing. But that, in a sense, made it fun. Like, oh, what happened? Why don't I? They're referencing something. I get it. Right. So that's sort of what I figured with this was. And Rory Stovall in his Netflix special, The End, gave a little joke towards me. Like, oh, who's Todd Glass? You have to see it. It's right at the end of his special. Or, yes, at the end of the special. Yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. like cameo before this stand-up starts. So I decided, like, oh, what can I do? What can I do? So before the show, I go out to the audience, and obviously, I, I don't know if it's obvious, but I go, hey, there's a point in the show, and I'm going to reference Rory Scovel. I want you guys to go, at Rory Scovel. Don't stop, because it's not funny if we do it for 20 seconds. It's not funny if we do it for 30 seconds. <laughs> and then the band started coming in with the primal, like the drum. Bum, 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 bum. They must have done it for 60 seconds. And the whole time, you know, I'm obviously playing the hero. Hey, he's my friend. You guys stop. <laughs> it's basically a joke for Rory Scovel. So, because he didn't know I did it. And then the first time he watches it, you know, you're sitting at home. I always check out my friend's specials. And all of a sudden you're watching a whole crowd yell out, F, Rory Scovel. That is so great. By the way, on your Twitter page, really nice endorsement from Bob Odenkirk, who said that he laughed and laughed watching the special. I loved it. It's so creative. It's so original. It's Todd Glass's Netflix special, Act Happy, and it's available now. Are you coming to Vegas anytime soon? You know, I'm sure I'll make it out there. I'm overdue. You know, it's fine. I, I love going out there, except in the dead of the summer. No kidding. I love going there. I, you know, I, I still like walking the strip. I, I still like finding, you know, acts that are, you know, off the beaten path. I've been a big fan of Cookie Jar over the years, and that's always right. worth going there just to watch him perform. And uh, so I'm due to come back, uh, but I have to just, uh, there's, there's, you know, the club I worked a lot is not there anymore, so find a new place to work there. Act Happy is uh, it's great. I, I encourage everybody to check it out on Netflix. Great to talk to you, Todd. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words, and uh, have a good day. And his special is hysterical. Check it out. And thank you for checking out The Fake Show. You can get more info on The Fake Show Facebook and Twitter pages. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll check you out next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.